are live. That was up, what's up? Hey. Oh yeah. No was like nah. <laughs> no the girls. Don't play with her. Don't play with them. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna introduce ourselves. Welcome to my coat, Red Bottom, where we aspire and we will get it. In Jesus' name, because we love Jesus. Amen. I am Dr. O. And I am Dr. A. <laughs> you know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so seriously, on a very, very, very serious note, um, this has been something we've been talking about for a long time. We just had to like rip the Band-Aid off and now we're doing it. Yeah. So hopefully you gain from it as much as we intend to gain from it. And we will create a tribe of white coats and red bottoms. And yes. (laughs) And before we go anywhere, y'all need to know we love Jesus. So we will talk, we gonna name drop Jesus a lot. And we you're gonna hear amen a lot too. So so get used to it. okay so do you now that we've got our introductions out the way hey girl how you doing grab your wine or your green juice or your water or your stout if that's what you're about honey whatever um and let's go so what are we what are we bringing to the people to start off with Dr. A? I have a story. Oh. So a friend of mine, right? She went to go chill with her bae for the weekend, right? She's in medical school as well. So the mom knows of someone else that graduated medical school and they're not in their residency. Now, mind you, my friend is an IMG. Sometimes it's not always straightforward. Sometimes it might take you five years or six years. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's like (laughs) right? So she wants fifth year, whatever. And the mom is grilling her. She's like, why haven't you finished by now? What are you doing? Have you done this? Have you done that? You know what I'm saying? And she's trying to play it cool, but at the same time, she's like, are you paying my bills? Like, why are you all up there? That's the question. That's such a good question. Are you paying tuition? (laughs) Even if you are, mind your business. Right? (laughs) Nah, 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 nah. mind your business. (laughs) (laughs) Which leads to the topic, how do you politely tell people to mind their business? Like, you know, some question. Yeah, you know, like. Mm. Well, well, how do you do it? It depends who it is, you know. Um, first of all, in the beginning, I used to just try to avoid that conversation altogether. But then I kind of feel like, why should I deprive myself? Like sometimes mm-hmm. I'll avoid certain activities because I don't want to run into certain people, mm-hmm. you know, avoid certain groups you know, avoid opportunities because I don't want to answer questions about myself. But it's like, why should I deprive myself just because people want to be nosy? Like, you know, you mm-hmm. got to find other ways to attack the situation. So now I think if I'm asked about it, right, but especially depending on who the person is, I cut it short 
Mm-hmm. Like I might give a little bit of the answer, cut it short, and then I respond with a question of my own. Because you know, one thing I know is about certain people is they will ask you questions that they're not willing to answer about themselves. So if you know how to return the question or ask an even more personal question, nine out of ten times they kind of leave you alone. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So it's a that's a good that's really good advice because mm, sorry to cut you off that's no. really good advice because for me I definitely I I will ghost people in the middle of that question I will leave <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like you will not perpetuate my anxiety no 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 man mm-hmm. but like what I realized is. It's either I ghost you or I tell too much. Yeah. I just don't know. I just don't know how to like put a filter on it. Cause yeah. I'm just, I feel like I'm an honest person. That, that's just who I am at core. Especially yeah. if I feel like I'm comfortable with you or I trust you. I just yeah. feel like I will be like, oh, like I'll start answering questions. Cause like, like, I don't really know how to lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's like it's like in my head I'm like stop talking to me stop talking to me stop talking to me yeah questions but at the same time I'm not the type of person to like really pry in front of like I'm not going to ask you personal questions that I know like I guess some people would say school isn't very personal but it is for me yeah um so I find it difficult withholding my personal business Mm -hmm. but then prying into others business so I'll see it's always like one-sided in that conversation yes but now I know pulled out the notebook yeah that question right back what yes. you doing miss ma'am yeah you know what exactly. your program exactly <laughs> that's what you gotta do no I used to be the same way too like it's either I say too little or I say too much mm-hmm. I don't know I think there's something about becoming a certain age Mm, that's that certain age where you just not about the bs no more and you just learn yeah, it's to like learn. what do you want why are you yeah. here yeah you gotta throw that question back and then another thing is why do people even bother asking questions that they know they're not going to answer themselves like do i look like a mumu to you like i don't know wait what's the mumu <laughs> for the for the non so in the Nigerian vernacular or whatever you want to call it it's like a dummy you know do I do I look stupid to you like do I you know that's just basically yeah. what I'm saying no so yeah so, so let's do like let's do like a like an exercise all right what so, you role play? Teach, so you can teach the people <laughs> how to block the nosy neighbors so I'll be I'll be auntie I don't mind my business and you be you all right let's go let's go and let's go <laughs> oh how's your school going such and such are you in residency I heard such and such is in residency you must be a residency right auntie school is going great but how is that your son <laughs> Did he graduate yet? Oh, the one that never applied to school to nowhere. (laughs) The one that's doing endless, like, jobs that don't make ends meet. Got babies all up and down. That's the one you're asking about? Yes. Okay, let me me go stage left. (laughs) And mind my business. Or you know what else you can give them? What? 
a bottle of water because if they're drinking water, they'll be too busy peeing to focus <laughs> on you. Ooh. I feel like that that works. <laughs> I, so I'm going to be that random friend that you don't talk to, but feels like they can ask you all the questions in the world. I'm already, I'm already like uncomfortable. <laughs> hey, Kara, how you doing? I'm good. What's going on? Long time. No, yeah, long time. Speaking of, did you graduate yet? Because I know the last time we talked, you said you was in fourth year. So you should be done by now, right? Oh, you know, I'm doing well. What are you up to? Um, Nothing. you know. <laughs> That's what it usually is. Not you a see, damn thing. You see how I was caught off guard? <laughs> I was waiting for you to answer, but I was caught off guard that now I have to talk about myself. Yeah. So I really learned stuff today. I I really needed this. Yeah, that was good. Because yeah. even though it's like coro coro season and we're mm-hmm. not even post-COVID, mm-hmm. um, everyone's getting vaccinated and stuff. We'll start seeing people more. Yep. Those questions will start creeping up because yep. I don't know. They don't got nothing else better to do. Yep. So this is a good way to tackle that. It is. And then you gotta remember too, there's nothing wrong with where you are in life. Some people it may take four years, some people it may take 10 years, but as long as you keep going and you don't stop, you know, let people think what they want to think, but you mm-hmm. have a goal in mind of where you're going. You know what I'm saying? So don't ever let people make you feel bad for trying to accomplish a certain goal. Even though that's true. Or- and I, I really appreciate realistic preceptors and like attendings, residents that understand that and they don't try to belittle you for whatever path you do try to take. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember one of the attendings I worked with, she was saying how it took her seven years to finish. And she wow. was a U.S. graduate and she was just wow. kind of explaining like it happens and mm-hmm. as long as you just get it done you'll get there like don't feel bad don't listen to like the background music or mm-hmm. chat or whatever and mm-hmm. I took that with me I'm like okay if she did it with everything she had going wow. on ain't nothing gonna stop me you whoever mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm. I think that was a word for someone <laughs> if it was it was for me so it's a word for somebody um but in that same breath i think we should remind ourselves and whoever mm-hmm. found us and chose to listen to this don't quit this <laughs> you got don't it quit. bars okay yes i might be a part-time rapper after this Ooh, that's 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 almost like a hot 16 almost that's i was getting there i was like a hot 12 a high court the court what <laughs> what were those poems we had to do in elementary where it's like oh a high cool yeah <laughs> no nah, that no that wasn't wasn't for me so really like no matter what happens just don't quit and i feel like we've had to have I think we were talking about this the other day. We've had to have conversations with each other and other people have mm-hmm. had to have conversations with us. We had to talk to other people where it's like, um, where are you going? You're not leaving this profession. This is, this is your passion. This is what you want to do. Like, 
fight. Even yeah. if the finances are looking a little funky or mm-hmm. the family circumstances aren't what you expect, or you're just mm-hmm. depressed because um, people be acting like depression ain't real and it's very real. Mm-hmm. So like work through whatever is going on. And well, I was, not only just depression, but anxiety. That's a very, mm-hmm. very, very serious thing that people don't, um, they, they act like it's not even real. <laughs> so yeah, whatever it is, don't quit. You don't get through, you'll make it mm-hmm. to the next step. And like, maybe don't look at the, don't always have to look at the big picture. Take things little by little. Like mm-hmm. I can say when we started, you saw the end line and I was just like, I'm just trying to make it through first semester. <laughs> like you would be looking up like oh residency stuff even like you were looking up step one which is great like that's what you're supposed to do but it gave me so much anxiety to like even look at that stuff I was like I'm I'm just gonna block it out I'm just gonna do with what I have right now so do whatever you got to do do what works for you Mm -hmm. If, if planning and preparing is what puts your mind at ease do that if it's literally just dealing with what's happening today. Do that. You got to talk to somebody, talk to someone, whether it's somebody professional, like a therapist, or if you have someone that listens without judging and, you know, just there to lend a helping ear, do that. Because at times you can't, <laughs> you got to let it out, you know? Mm-hmm. Health is key to surviving all this. You got to keep it healthy. Yes, it is. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. we were on the Instagram streets, the streets of Instagram, and we stumbled upon this really cute family of providers. Yeah. I guess, are we supposed to mention them? <laughs> is that? <laughs> they, were, they were a Nigerian family, right? Yes, they were a Nigerian family. Okay, so here's my thing. Okay, so in the family, there was, I forgot how many of them was, but they there were all like- Children, which mm-hmm. I guess in our culture, if your parents are around, you're still children. So there's six children who are grown adults. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also the two parents are also providers. So that's eight mm-hmm. providers in one family. Mm-hmm. A mixture of MDs, PAs, and NPs, right? Yes. I'll pull up the picture if I'm opportune. So with the family, there's three MDs, two mm-hmm. NPs, nurse practitioners, and mm-hmm. one PA, that's a physician mm-hmm. assistant, that's between the siblings. And then it looks like the parents are also providers. I believe the mom is a PA and the father is an MD. Okay. If I'm not wrong, I'll put a correction. But that's really, I, I love that. That's awesome. But no one to put both sides of. If I want to play both sides of the fence, uh-huh. Nigerians, right? Mm-hmm. Your people. Our parents, yeah. Our parents, they 
see my thing is was it forced or did it happen naturally because <laughs> you know that they either want us to be a doctor lawyer or engineer mm-hmm. so the fact that everyone in that family chose healthcare hmm I don't want yeah. but I'm not hating it's cute it's cute it is I know my perspective my perspective was always like I the first thing I wanted to be in life was a doctor Mm-hmm. right because that's what I first saw like like I saw met like medicine healthcare. that's the first thing I saw in life mm-hmm. um, but I always wanted to do other stuff and what's funny was my parents allowed me to explore other stuff but when I was mm-hmm. like oh yeah I'm gonna do this they'll be like mm, no you're not <laughs> you feel like you have the autonomy to like make your own decisions but at the end of the day they definitely do guide you in what you want to do and so where's your guide it's it's definitely a strong guidance almost like a push but like I came up with everything oh I want to be a teacher no I want to be a graphic designer no I want to be um a genetic genetic whatever, whatever, a genetic mm-hmm. scientist, no, oh, okay, well, how about, what was that last, I wanted, oh, I was very, very serious about um, computer engineering and computer science, mm. and I was really good at that, mm-hmm. at that, at, at the age that I started, like, when the you know, girls weren't coding then, and I was coding, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I had, like, it was cool, because I had, I had, like, um, computer science, like, guess mentors that Mm -hmm. are that were already doing in school and they would give me the programs Mm -hmm. and like I would create my codes and do all these things that they pay people to do now Mm -hmm. and it's very lucrative right now (laughs) six figures and beyond right now (laughs) and my family shut it down like (laughs) I I think I think life life has its own way of um doing whatever it wants you to do because Mm -hmm. I did apply to some programs in undergrad for computer science and they Mm -hmm. just didn't work out. Mm. So you never know, like maybe Mm. that's just what my path was. Mm. Yeah, me, my parents got lucky with me because they didn't coerce me. It's just because I was watching Law and Order. (laughs) I'm gonna play that. (laughs) (laughs) And... uh, I was, it was first of all I don't know why they have you watching Law and Order at that age because Law and Order could be very traumatic but something was happening to um I think it was a little boy and this doctor was making him feel safe and calm and you know so I was like oh mommy I want to be that she's like you know that's a doctor right? I was like yeah what kind of doctor is that she's like a pediatrician I was like yeah I want to do that and she was like why <laughs> and I was like because she um she made that little boy feel good and you know safe Aww. and blah 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 so they got lucky with that because after that but I feel like once I put it out there they mm. always reminded me yeah and then I low-key was just like okay yeah I did say this right mm-hmm. okay so, do it. so yeah that's how it's been and you know here I am yeah I never really tried anything else yeah I never tried anything else (laughs) (laughs) but I feel like when you look at different like the different people you meet um when you're doing rotations and when you're networking you realize the people 
no offense to anybody, but I feel like the people that are like really smart and strategic, they use that MD or provider platform to push them to do their passion. Mm -hmm. So you're not, you don't necessarily have to be limited to being a physician because Mm -hmm. being a physician isn't your identity. It's a career. Yeah. Like I'll see a lot of people where you know, they have a lot of really fun hobbies and they have mm-hmm. a lot of side hustles mm-hmm. and just things where it's like, it doesn't matter that you didn't pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for undergrad to do this because now mm-hmm. you can just pay to do it with your income. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. So, Like a lot of doctors that are like now health and fitness coaches mm-hmm. kind of falls in line with having an md but it seems like maybe their goal or their their happy place is being a fitness instructor or yeah. whatever a motivated then, there's also those that like following this pandemic it mm-hmm. definitely pushed telemedicine and telehealth so yeah. those doctors that were already pioneering in the field and mm-hmm. they were dabbling in those startups in Mm -hmm. you know that require a little bit of business savvy or Mm -hmm. coding or marketing Mm -hmm. they get to spread their wings in those ways as well and it's not just patient care not that there's nothing wrong with patient care it's just that you know sometimes you just want to see what else you're good at yeah that's true one of my preceptors um He's a physician part-time and the other aspect he works as like a spokesperson for this clinical research company mm. where they have like a new, um, anything new pharmaceutical wilds, he'll go to different hospitals and do a speech and, you know, he seems more of like a people person, like he likes to talk. Mm-hmm. So he's doing that, travels to wherever they need him to travel to, and does the talk host dinners and then come right back mm-hmm. and it's funny because I, I never check. realized exactly right <laughs> it's crazy because I never realized that you could be a physician part-time mm. uh, like when you I think like about I see that a lot yeah when you think about it you just think oh busy 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 doctors because burnout is real yeah but you can still have a life and work part-time because if you think about it you're making a lot of money anyway working part-time Mm-hmm. So you can definitely do what you need to do for the remainder of the week, you know, whatever you love. Yeah. What you love is, you know, you, you want to be happy. So whatever the balance is, pursue that. Yeah. Pursuit of happiness. Not trying to be corny, but it totally went. <laughs> <laughs> um, but on that note, as a physician in whatever capacity you're in or whatever place you're in, do you feel is necessary to be addressed as such? Of course. All right, then. Do you know how hard? Do you know where I came? Oh, no. No. Even my children. My children. You're not about to call you Dr. Mommy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they are the <laughs> ladies extra but sure <laughs> so they are. Um, yeah I, the struggle I, was real 
yes the struggle the struggle was quite real only my parents can get away with not calling the dog because they struggle oh oh it's all right everybody else (laughs) well so apparently the situation happened to a one dr rosario in north carolina and mm-hmm. it's so frustrating because I believe she was um, addressing a zoning official in her area. Mm-hmm. And he called her Mrs. Rosario, which is like, okay, sure. But she corrected him. Had she not corrected him, fine, whatever. But mm-hmm. she corrected him like, uh, sir, please address me with my title. This is who Mm -hmm. I am and this is how you will address me. And that's actually really important in meetings because um, let's say they're taking minutes. You need to Mm -hmm. document the correct person that Mm -hmm. said whatever. So Mm -hmm. had like, even if they wrote misses, it would have been very incorrect. And you probably can't reference that later. Like Mm -hmm. credentials matter in Mm -hmm. many types of um, corporate settings. Mm -hmm. So for the fact that he kept insisting on calling her, misses which which kind of was like okay this is petty but mm-hmm. then he called her by her first name I saw bread <laughs> I was like oh you're doing this very much intentionally mm-hmm. and then you just like argued with her about it and she was so calm she maintained her peace she maintained her composure and it's obvious that we will all face situations like this but mm-hmm. I really do admire how she handled it because you never know how you would deal with those situations until you're in it. Um, yeah. I just, like my my first, um, when I was an undergrad, I had this one professor that ended up being like a really close mentor of mine mm-hmm. where the first day of class, she was so no-nonsense. She said, my name is Dr. X. Don't mm-hmm. call me ma'am. Don't call me miss. Don't call me teacher. Don't call me professor. It's Dr. X. Mm. And I was like, I love you. That was like, I don't think I remember any other like first day of class except for hers. Mm-hmm. And it's left an impression on me and I was like no you will address me as who I am and what I mm-hmm. request you to address me as and mm-hmm. when that becomes doctor best believe that's what you're gonna call me exactly exactly because I am what I am exactly you know it's sad because you know Dr. Rosario she is a minority woman and unfortunately we kind of hear these stories all too often like mm-hmm. you know how many times do we hear of a doctor that's a minority and they say oh are you the nurse <laughs> after they already address themselves as the doctor you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying oh can you take my food tray like no oh, I, just told you. I just told you I'm the doctor mm-hmm. oh when will the doctor come in oh my god do you not see this white coat I just told you I'm, you know what I'm saying so it's mm-hmm. like it's crazy that that's something that we're still going to face and like Mm -hmm. you said you just never know how you're going to respond until you're in that situation Mm -hmm. but I will check somebody yeah after all the struggling oh no 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 no. (laughs) but at the same time I feel like I I do want to 
give a shout out to all my brown skin girls that when they see me walk in they get excited and mm-hmm. they do say kind words mm-hmm. and they do encourage me and they're like oh mm-hmm. it's not you know I've heard some really good stuff when mm-hmm. I see patients that they know what the the climate is like mm-hmm. and they're like look don't let that discourage you mm-hmm. you going you make it happen mm-hmm. so shout out to y'all yes yes because <laughs> we're doing it for y'all <laughs> definitely yeah so that's that's what we have for you today and I had fun I did too yeah so long time coming <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna do a little edit edit thing and then post this on youtube for sure and whatever other platforms we end up adopting yes for listening and hopefully um we'll you'll be back when you come back (laughs) y'all are cousins now (laughs) exactly this is just the first podcast it's gonna be much more interesting crazy topics we got crazy things we're gonna talk to you guys about Mm -hmm. tips you want to share with you Yes, my tips, big tips. So come back. Come through now. Don't be shy now. (laughs) All right, y'all. Holla at you later. Thanks for joining us. I'm Dr. O. Dr. A. And this is White Coat. And bottoms. (laughs) 